Hey, Richard Maxwell here. Another episode of the Creativity and Music and Music Education podcast. Uh, this week is part two of a p- five-part series we're doing where we're talking to different classes about this idea of the creative process for students and how it evolves and how it changes over time. Uh, this week um, is actually my first hour class for this year, and it's a pretty cool conversation, and it's interesting because unlike last week where we had kind of a wide assortment of people that were from various years of experience in the program, uh, this particular conversation, by coincidence, is with one exception, everybody's new this year, so they've only been in the program for about eight weeks, um, and it's pretty cool getting their perspective on the idea of the creative process, their priorities, their interests, and how they're figuring out how to balance all that and move forward and and be able to make things on their own terms. So uh, again, uh, this is uh, Creativity in Music and Music Education. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us pretty much anywhere uh, that you get your podcasts. And you can always find more information about the Arcadia High School Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program at arcadiacmas.com. And you can always find me at richardmaxwell.net. So without further ado, here's this week's episode, and here you go. Okay, so we are now here. This is now first hour, and this is actually part two of a series that we're doing. So last week, um, I asked second hour. Um, it just kind of worked out timing-wise that they were first. You guys are second. Next week, we'll do third hour and so on. So it's actually a five-part series. And the idea of, of this is I'm hoping, and, and it's clearly working, to get a slightly different um, demographic and response group to some of these questions that we've been talking about. Um, so I'm glad you guys are all here. Uh, we are, like I said, we're in first hour. Why don't we really quickly, we'll just go around the circle here and just introduce um, first and or last name and maybe how many years you've been in the program. And why don't we start okay. with, with, with you, Emma. Hi, I'm Emma. I'm, this is my first year of CMSCA. I've been in podcasts a couple times, and yeah, that's about it. There you go. Thank Bye. you for being here. <laughs> my name is Julia, and um, I've been here for only one. Cool. Uh, my name's Phoebe George. I've been in, this is my third year. I've never been in a podcast, though. That's okay. I'm Kennedy MacDonald, and this is my first year, and this is my first podcast. I'm Ava Sorensen. And this is my first podcast and my first year. Cool. I'm Carson. I've been in a few podcasts. Uh, again, first year, first class. Cool. Whatever. So most of you, so no, but this is good. So most of you are your first year. Uh, one of you has been here for, for a few years. Um, and this is good because the perspective <laughs> that I'm trying to get on this topic and the reason why I'm going around to each class on this is because my, my basic question is, is the following. I'm wondering... How, and I'm going to preface this by saying that your opinion of this question is very likely going to change over time. Um, And part of the reason why we're doing this is because getting the perspective of different people who are at different stages of their experience within the program, I think, is really important. So here is my question to each of you in your own thought of this. How do you right now, as nearly all being first-year students who've been here for a little over a month, nearly two months, I guess, somebody who's here in their third year, how do you balance your own creative interests 
and expectations for what you might be able to accomplish in here with the realities, let's say, of how much experience you actually have. So what I'm really asking about, I suppose, is how do you deal with, I have this idea, but I'm still trying to figure out maybe how to execute it or how to feel comfortable presenting it or, you know, sort of like finding your own place. I know for a fact that some of you are more interested in producing material than others, which is fine. Some of you are more interested in, in, um, in, in being producers as opposed to creating the material. Um, you know, and, and there's different balances. Some of you are interested in both. Um, some of you, I know for a fact, it comes down to things, frankly, like not the quality of the material, not your skills. It has to do simply with stage fright. You get anxious, you get nervous. I'm wondering how, as mostly first year students and, and one, one, one third year, how you, how you respond. And to be fair, Phoebe and I, in other classes over the years, we've had these class discussions before. So I'm, I'm also curious, in your case, Phoebe, maybe how your opinions changed. But Ava, what do you think? Um, I am the kind of the producer type. I sure. really want to like Ava. pursue <laughs> being a producer. I um, really like working with the mixer, and I kind mm -hmm. of like to be behind the music. I don't really like to be in front of it. Okay. Now, and and just just to be clear, and there's no right or wrong. Do you think just your gut reaction is that because genuinely that's your personality type, or is there an element of I would get up on stage, but it just freaks me out so much to think about it right now that I don't want to deal with it. No, it's your personality. That's fine, and there's nothing wrong with either one. Good. Did you have a? Um. Oh, it was just a new comment. To yeah, please. Um. I think like you kind of have to look at it as like you like they're separate, of course, but then like you also have to like put them together. Like you can like. Um, have like the skill like on an instrument to perform and you can like sing and like you could have your own original music but like if you can't perform it in front of anyone that's like being a performer encompasses all of that so you have to like I feel like you have to give as much work on like each part sure so like if it is like stage fright that's like the one thing you're missing or that's the one thing you have that's like um stopping you from like performing that's something you're just gonna have to work on just as much as you would like an instrument or like anything else that's an interesting point it actually becomes equal in terms of the priorities you have to place on things like it's not just enough to be able to create the music or to perform it you have to be able to essentially control your ability to present it very good other thoughts on this, like how you balance that or, or how you're feeling as first-year students for the most part? Um, well, I feel like I'm more on the performing side of stuff. Like I, I like singing and I like doing stuff like that. And I feel like everybody tends to get stage fright always before they go on. It's just mm -hmm. like a natural feeling okay. of like in your gut. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree. I mean, I guess I have some experience and kind of agree with this. I mean, it's, we both did theater. I feel like it's that feeling of, oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I up here? Right. That's what I get. Yeah. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. But then you start, and it's like, well, Well, that just fine. happened. Does yeah. it matter? Does it, does it make a difference in terms of your, that response you just said, Carson? Does it make a difference if it's somebody... Like, in theater, you're generally performing somebody else's yeah. creation. You know, somebody writes the show, mm -hmm. you take on a certain role, you learn the part, mm -hmm. you get out in front of it. Does that make a difference if it's something you wrote, though? Does that... Oh, yeah. Does that change the parameters oh, yeah. at all? Oh, yeah. How? Definitely, I feel, I mean, I, mean, I was, I'm going to say this, and I'm not bragging whatsoever. Mm. He's bragging. I'm just Come on, Carson. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, brag away. So in, in this first hour, I was the first performer to 
play an original piece. That's true. You were. It was not the best. It was radical. I, was, I have a video. It was not. It was not polished at all. But I went up there and performed, and I feel like if it's something of your own, you definitely have this. It's the inner saboteur, uh, sure. saying this isn't good enough. People aren't gonna like it. Or it's like the fact that like if it's your own, you have no way to like make sure it's good. Like if it's a like because I do theater, right? And so. When you do a show, you're reading somebody else's words and you're playing a different person. But when you're like performing something of your own, there are really no major rules around it mm-hmm. because it's all your own. It's you. It's yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It's Is you. that good or bad? I mean, it has an ups and downs. It does sure. have its pros and cons. I mean, with theater, it's something that has been been performed multiple times. Sure. Usually, and it's something that works and that people like. That's why you're usually doing the show, mm-hmm. and That's it's. Really cool. Yeah, I have this. I have this theory about that though. That it's on the on the front end, it's a little more, let's say, terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's a little there's there's more risk involved when it's your own. Mm-hmm. But my theory is is that there's also much greater reward oh, totally. that when you even just surviving. And I remember that first performance. And full disclosure, you didn't know that was coming, and you didn't know that when I just took some volunteers and you were sort of kind enough, and it's kind of your personality, I now know, to just, yeah, I'll give it a shot, but you didn't know that we were going to put you up on the soundstage, and we were going to put microphones plug in front in. of you, and plug everything in. You just kind of went with it, because you were sort of, I'd like to think you now know you weren't actually stuck. If you'd been yeah. like, wait, I'm, I'm, I, this is not what I had in mind, mm-hmm. we would have made that work. But, I, but what I do think is it's interesting that since then, mm-hmm. You seem, and I think there's there's several of you that are like this, where it's kind of like you do that once, once like I, I think Emma, because you did the piano yeah. stuff a couple of times too, and under similar circumstances, it's sort of, it's like if you can just kind of get my theories, if you just kind of go and do it, and you just have have that one moment of you know what, it'll just be what it'll be, but it breaks down a lot of the tension the, the, and the fear yeah. part of it, stuff, yeah. you know. Um, let me ask you on the other side of this. Beyond, and I do think the idea of nervousness and stage fright and anything related to it is certainly um, uh, potentially uh, a problem. But what about this idea of, like, maybe you don't have any stage fright issues. You just literally, it's in your head one way and the fingers aren't cooperating or the voice isn't cooperating or something's it like... doesn't sound the way you want it to. Yeah, like, how do you balance that part? Because you don't have, like you said, Ken, you don't have the reference... Like at least with somebody else's song, or or you know it's very going off of, or you can you know, and especially nowadays you can go and find like oh this is the Broadway recording of, or this is the original studio record, you know, or whatever. You have a reference, whereas if it's original, the only references you've got are what what's up in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think what's important there is like, what's more important to you is if. Like, you want it to be executed exactly how you imagined it in your head or if you want to be playing it yourself. Because, obviously, I think if it's, like, yourself, there's, like, limitations. Because, like, I could want to write, like, this, like, grand, like, song with, like, guitar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to play guitar. Right. So I think that's when you either need to realize you need to ask someone else for help okay. so they can help you execute it to the way you want it to sound. Or if it's more important to you, if you can... If, you, if it's more important to you to, like, play it yourself, then you right. need to either find a way to bring it down to the level you're at or bring yourself to the level where you okay. want it. Okay. So, so you're talking about essentially the need to recognize that collaborating may be of benefit. Yeah. But how does that differ from, say, I don't know, science class, like a project that you get in an academic 
I'm not, I mean, not to be difficult. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, is there... I mean, there's a lot more creativity in it, okay. I think. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it off the top of my head right That's okay. Now. That's all right. I, I just think the difference is, is like, in a science class or maybe in math class, okay. there's a clear answer usually to what you're, like, looking for, for a project, et cetera. Okay. And then with this class and, like, any creative craft, class really there isn't like a clear answer to it so that's why you need like is it is it that there isn't a clear answer or that the answer is more um there's more variables possible like i can see in a science class where they give you a project with an experiment and you're trying to essentially recreate or test a a hypothesis right Mm -hmm. whereas here the goal is at the end of it, there's a thing. <laughs> yeah. But what exactly. that thing is See, could that's, vary that's, greatly amongst all of you. That's not a clear, like... Okay, no, but... Yeah. Thing you're trying to but but the idea that there is supposed to be something there is my point. That it's not yeah. supposed to be just random notes floating about. Throw some stuff at the wall and hope it sticks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like we can relate all of this to, like, um, curricular activities like sports. Okay. We can relate a lot of creativity and... Finding new things in sports. Okay. Too. To, like, can you give me an example? Um, Not that you're wrong. I'm just. Uh, I could think of the sport I do, but because I do it, that I can understand. Okay, so so do that. Like, give um, us an example. So in skateboarding, you people create their own tricks. Okay. That's what gets you farther in skateboarding. So you usually you try to come up with something, and hopefully it will work, and it'll become popular, and people will use it. Okay. And so you kind of try and when you skateboard, you're trying to be creative. You're not trying to just just throw things at yourself. You're just trying to tr- try new things. It's interesting. I never thought of that. You're doing yeah. like a routine. You're doing basically. a routine, or you're just throwing, trying a new thing. So in skateboarding, and I, honestly, I mean, my exposure to skateboarding is looking at them and going, "I could not do that." That's like literally. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much the the beginning and the end of my experience with with skateboards. Do you? Is it? I don't know if this is the right word or not, but is it is. Is it choreographed in that regard? Like, do you know you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this? Or is it more just you have a bag of options, and in the moment you kind of go, okay, now I'm here, here, here. So we have we, we do competitions, and competitions are sort of like um, you, you, you go to a skate park that they're having the competition, the competition at, and you create your line. And that line, you're throwing tricks that you know how to do or you want to create to th- put in that line so you copy that of what you do so you kind of put things in okay. it's like writing like, like writing an essay okay you're putting down words and you're following the words as you read it so would that root would that you call it a line mm-hmm. so let's say so you do the line in the competition and then let's say um there's a second round would you then do the same exact line? Uh, sometimes you just have to go with making it up as you go. And okay. um, usually they do different, like they do best trick. They do um, categories. categories. They do okay. different things. They don't, you don't usually use the same um, same line you, you just did. You, you change it. What happens if, and I'm, I'm literally thinking of when we talk about in here, we haven't done a lot of it yet in, in your class, but we will. When we start talking about things like intellectual property rights and, and who owns property what and stuff. Rights. So, like, well, no, yeah, copyright, exactly, because it's a really big part of, of what this is all about here because of the industry part. Let's say you do this really cool trick on your skateboard at something, and then the next person goes up, they saw you do it, and they go, oh, and then they do the same exact thing. 
Is that considered okay? Is that bad form? So is Ava going to go nuts on this person? Like, what are you doing stealing my Probably. thing? No, actually, <laughs> so every that's the whole thing about skateboarding. You, you use different people's tricks. So okay. there's a person called Steve. His name's Steve Caballero. Okay. And he created a trick where you do a 360 on a ramp. Okay. You lift up your board and you do a 360. Um, just stay like on physically, the you, just you don't. flip. No, you don't flip. You just you have the back wheels on and you just spin and then you come back down. Okay. No, thank that's you. Yeah, right. I was about to you, say. I still. No, you're not in the air. You're on the you're on the you're on the ramp still, but you just lift up your. I'm getting anxious. Like a pivot. Yeah, it's like thinking about it. I make. I'm. It's like making me a little nervous. You do a 360 and yeah. So he created that trick. Yeah. He created that trick. Okay. And he created that so other people would use it. So, okay. like me, I learned that trick from my coach. Okay. And we all, we learned, that's why, that's how they come up with names of tricks, because people come up with them. Okay. Have but the idea is they're supposed to be shared freely. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's inherent in the whole activity mm-hmm. is you might come up with it, but you don't own it. Yeah, you don't own it. Have you come up, come up with any tricks? No, I have not come up with any tricks yet, but... Like for the my forward competitions, I probably will come up with something, but that's the how Ava Sorensen. The Ava Sorensen. The <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. It'll be like some flight-related yeah. thing. It'll be a so, pun. You could dress up as a bird. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Please don't. Um, so, so back to back to things that don't scare me and some of the rest of us. Because um, we all know that it's a miracle I can get from my car to the studios up here every day without <laughs> falling down. Um, and I actually admire you that you're able to do it. That's really, really cool. Thank you. Um, so, so, but getting back to the idea of, uh, let's, let's call it limitations. Like, limitations. Like, like self-imposed limitations. So you guys are, with one exception, you are all in your first year. And let's, let, me, let me walk you through a scenario. So you are working at one of our stations or whatnot in in our, in our studios, and you're 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 making something. Making something. And you're in a, let's say, I you don't necessarily have to be in a group, but maybe maybe there's one or two other people you're working with, and you have a very clear idea in your head of what it's supposed to sound like. Okay, and this could be that you're you know maybe you're mixing it, maybe you're 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 recording. But what I mean is is that whatever the thing is that we're gonna hear you've got a very clear sense of what it's supposed to be in your head. Mm. For whatever reason, something's not working with what we're getting on tape. So it could be, if you're the creating um, part of it, maybe it's, you know, your instrumental technique for the whatever the thing is. You know, um, Phoebe, you brought up, like, maybe you've got this idea for a song that uses primarily guitar, but you don't play guitar. So there's, there's you know, there's an issue with that. Or maybe, you know... Uh, you know, Juliet and, and Ava, since you're more interested in, like, the production side, maybe, you know, you're trying to create some kind of atmosphere with the stems that somebody gave you, and it's just not quite giving you the sound you want. So my question to you is, and again, we haven't done a lot. You've been here less than two months, most of you. But just your gut, what's your solution to that? Do you say, you know, because well, uh, you know, one option, obviously, is you can say, forget it, we're not doing anything. Scrap it, start over. Two is you say, um, I'm going to present it as it, as best as I can because at least I'm presenting it and maybe just that'll move me forward. Three would be you say, I'm not throwing it away, but until I have it at a certain point, I'm not sharing this yet. And there could be any number of reasons for any of those things, but I'm just wondering in that sort of general hypothetical, 
as mostly first-year students who've been here for just about two months only. What's your thought on that? Like, would you just go ahead and do it anyway? Would you be protective? Would you give up on it? Yeah, so this hap- this kind of happened to us. I think it was either first or second idea project. Second okay. idea? Yeah, the second idea. And um, things were just not falling together during the week. And uh, we, Kennedy and I, we worked together on that Friday for 30 minutes after school. And we got something that we kind of liked. It was... But it wasn't like... It wasn't, like, what we were imagining. Yeah. So, like, I think we went over this three times. We just looked at each individual track. Right. See what it sounded like. See how it fit together. Okay. And Everything on its own was good. It was good. Together, it, just, it was fine. But it wasn't what we were expecting. <laughs> Unfortunately, the people listening to this can't see the look on your face when you said the word <laughs> fine. fine. But that was, like, I think they not can even... Yeah. It was, like, the most unfine facial <laughs> expression I yeah. think I've seen. It's like... Literally right before our like group presented it, we cut the vocals from mm-hmm. our like okay. room because we like I didn't feel comfortable with how the, my vocal because I was singing it. I didn't feel comfortable with how my vocal sounded. And I felt like that was one of the bigger problems of it. And we literally cut the song in half because okay. it was like fifty seconds long. No, that's okay. Yeah. So so was this a matter of in that case? So you do the presentation, and I remember, and I remember us having this conversation yeah. beforehand, because and I, I felt bad. You guys were kind of freaked out, like you know, we don't have we don't have anything ready that we like, and we're gonna fail, whatever. And I was trying to, and this is part of the learning process for yeah. all of you. That this is why we Failing. do like the well, this is why we do this reflection stuff. Like mm-hmm. you might work really, really hard, but things don't coalesce the way you want to. That yeah. doesn't mean you were unsuccessful. It means it's yeah. the only people who think it's failed. the only people who think this stuff is easy are either lying or they've never been in here you know just because yeah. they don't we try not to make it stressful but that doesn't mean it's easy it just means you're under enough pressure yeah i'm curious did you guys after that presentation did you guys ever on your own just go back and reinvestigate why things didn't quite work or did you kind of go you know what i just want to get past this one and move on to something else past yeah. it yeah <laughs> I, I think we have an idea of what happened i think it was definitely the beat okay. yeah. we had to use the beat in garage band which by the way that's okay. You know, some of this is, some yeah. of this is swell, and some of these exercises early on, as we talked about, are so that you can definitively yeah. say, "This process doesn't work for me. Here's why. I'm going to use this one instead, but I'm still going to be able to accomplish the goal." Mm-hmm. So this is again, so we're not doing random things. What do you like? Is it possible that the? I guess what I'm asking you is, is it possible that the ideas, not the execution, not that recording, but the ideas that were present. Are those possibly still worth pursuing? Maybe. I would say yeah. I mean, yeah, they weren't like awful ideas. I think the uke that you played was really like good and like it's something that I could come up with actual lyrics to, not just mm-hmm. like lawing it through. Like, okay. Yeah. I really wish I was yep. musical. <laughs> you are musical. We you and I talked about Ava. this though. You know, every but <laughs> it's it's you don't you have know, to be able to sing or play an instrument to be musical. Yeah, and Why? some of it's also. <laughs> Sometimes the other problem with all of this is, is that we treat music and art, like your comment, Ava, is totally valid, but some of it's because, and it's getting worse and worse as devices and everything becomes more portable, we consume art in a very disposable way. It's very much a throwaway thing. It's like, oh, yeah. But like, if you think about it, you know, how often do you listen to a song not even all the way through. 
I don't like it. Next one. So almost every song. Uh, yeah. No, like, I love music. We're able to I could skip listen it. to music all day. But see, that makes mm. you musical. Okay, well then I'm musical. Same. I'm just not. I'm not to the point where I like to play instruments. That doesn't That's necessarily. Wait, do you not like to play them? I I get bored easily. Is a thing. Like I have to be, be out doing something. I just can't. That's be, like, okay. That's so, but that's not necessarily an unmusical thing. That may be more a matter of channeling. <laughs> okay, let's Thoughts. go back to your let's go back to your, your your skateboard thing for a second. How many other sports have you tried? I've tried tennis, soccer. I did I did cross country, which I actually did really well. Okay. In, so. But okay, so just just across that gamut, and I'm sure there's tons mm-hmm. of them. Did you love every one of them, or like every one of them equally? No, not like I do skateboarding. But would you consider yourself athletic? Yes, very so. Right. Okay, very so let me ask. So musical. just just for the sake of argument. Just, you know, music, there are so many different parts and pieces <laughs> and can bless you. Thank you. And so many different <laughs> potential elements of it. If you don't, just like in sports, you don't love or like every one of those equally, but you still consider yourself athletic, couldn't you think the same thing about all those different musical possibilities yeah. and still be musical? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, okay? So, okay, so actually, wait, though, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to run out of time here. So last point here to this. Is it possible that part of the problem, and I don't think Ava's unique in this. Is, <laughs> no, I don't, no, no, no. In her concern about whether she's musical or not. Is part of the problem is that society views, if you're not on that stage, you're not a musician. Yeah. Which is absurd. I mean, just yes. like so much goes into writing a movie but barely anyone will be able to tell you the name of like the screenwriter and like, exactly no one's gonna know or like in a, like a it's, in like a musical performance like a Broadway show nobody really ever thanks the text I mean they always do like the, the point to the text right yeah or like the like, stage hey, manager or, 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 but do you notice how rich and like recognized actors are more than like sure. directors mm-hmm. and yeah. creators and like shows wouldn't be shows without like Texts or directors or producers like orchestra. Broadway orchestras have such bad conditions, and like, I'm just gonna go off on this. Like That's they have it. such cramped spaces. Sure. No one thanks them. Like some shows, I think it's Newsies, where like there's a wall dividing it, so there's a screen that's half a second delayed. So I think it's the wind section has to play half a second behind the director, and it's they get such bad conditions, and no one ever really Okay, so them. so oh, so let me... Sad. Okay, so, and I know I said that was our last thing, but this really will it's be the last thing. Project. Right now, there are one, two, three, four... There are six of you in this room in Phoenix, Arizona. It is 8.27 in the morning on Wednesday, September 26th, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What can you six do, honestly... I think you're bringing up a very valid point. What can you do to try, and even if it's just in the smallest way, to maybe change that perception? What can you um, actually do? Uh, no, ki- I'm not kidding. I'm not no, no, no sarcasm there. I mean, don't what can you focus do? on like. A, you have to understand that there's other people. Focus doing on like other the behind, like, like behind not the just the actor, performer, whatever is doing all the work. Right. So to acknowledge that? Yeah. yeah. And well, to participate in it, maybe? And just a performance is like a sum of its parts. So yes, like you're a part right. of it because you're up there. That's like on the stage part. There's right. like the part of like creating music cover like does that. And then there's people who like make the performance like 
to an audience. audience possible. Sure. And that's just as much of a part because like you don't have that entire performance okay. without each of those parts. I'm gonna you let you. To, like, okay. So. Okay. Sure it's known. Do you feel and and five of the six of you, this may be a harder thing to answer than the others. Because well, but Phoebe's been around for a while. I would like to think that this is this very topic, and it may be phrased differently, but this is something that we cover to some extent or frequently in class and just in general. Is that? Do you, am I making? Is that a true statement? Would you say after having been here for in your third year now that this is something like you've gained an appreciation for? Hundred percent, because uh, like producers are given just as much like um, emphasis and priority as like creators, and so are. Okay. Um, like people helping to like run the show because there's obviously like the option of people not wanting to perform and that's fine but they're given like an avenue and they're given appreciation as well for like mm -hmm. the stuff they do did you feel that way all the time or has that evolved over the time you've spent here it's definitely evolved from like being here especially because okay. like i didn't realize how much work got put into like putting on a show okay. besides just like the performers Interesting. So theoretically, it'd be interesting in two years to sit down with the other five of you. Phoebe will have since graduated. But in all seriousness, to see if your view of this has changed. I want to thank you guys for doing this with me today. Happy Wednesday. Okay, so there you go. Another episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. You can always find us on iTunes for free, where you can subscribe and listen to all of our episodes. You can also find us any number of other places you might be uh, enjoying podcasts at. Please uh, consider subscribing and, and sharing those links uh, with your friends and whatnot. The more, the better, as always. You can always find out more about the Arcadia High School Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program at ArcadiaCMAS.com. And you can always find me at RichardMaxwell.net. Next week, we'll be part three. We'll be talking to the third hour class about this idea of an evolving creative process for students. And so really looking forward to bringing that conversation to you as well. And thanks again for listening as always. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.